Majors podcast. At the nexus of this vast metropolitan wonder sits one of the world's leading centers of thought, innovation, and achievement, the University of Southern California. New York University is one of the most prominent and respected universities in the world, featuring top-ranked academic programs and accepting fewer than one in five students. Hi guys, welcome back to episode 16 of Movie Majors Podcast. I hope your weekend went well. I hope you're having a good week. Thanksgiving is happening this week by the time you listen to this, it would have happened yesterday. So I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Um, Personally, I'm really looking forward to my Thanksgiving. I know that you're going home for Thanksgiving. So (laughs) yeah, what are your plans for Thanksgiving? My plans are, to be honest, no schoolwork whatsoever. No, nothing. Um, I'm going to take my laptop just in case some the worst thing happens and I have the yet on blackboard, which is our site for USC, but I'm chilling out. I'm doing nothing. Um, hanging with the friends, hanging with the homies, hanging with my family, good stuff. Eat a lot of food, you know, the usual, the usual nice things. You know. <laughs> as far as what am I doing now? I like totally blanked. Yeah, I mean, you're staying in you're staying in uh, New York, right? Thanksgiving. I am staying in New York. Um, okay. and I'm I'm excited. I think it'll be fun. I'm spending Wednesday night with two friends, and we're gonna make um pasta. Okay. Well, I'm gonna make pasta, and then one friend is offering emotional support. Nice. Because nice. I'm making pasta, and then the other friend is hopefully going to help me make the pasta. Um, but he's mostly on pie duty. Because he convinced me, he's like, because I told him, I was like, well, I think we're just going to like buy a pie from like Trader Joe's or Whole Foods or something. Right. He's like, no, we got to make the pie. I was like, motherfucker, what? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, we're making a pie. I'm like, okay. And so now we're making a pie and hopefully okay. it'll turn out okay. What kind? I don't know. What kind of matters? Apple pie. Okay. Apple pie. Good. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so that's what I'm doing Wednesday night and that should be a lot of fun. We're going grocery shopping tomorrow and I'm low-key excited to go grocery shopping because I haven't gone grocery shopping in months. (laughs) 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 Well, I I don't Um, go grocery shopping though. So like at all, but wait, but don't you have a kitchen? I do. Yeah. (laughs) You just don't, I do. I just, I just don't go because it's it's easier just to go to the dining hall. That's um, very true. And like to like use like the dining hall meal or whatever. Yeah. But then again, like I don't have any like pots or pans to cook with. Okay. <laughs> so so that if I bring sense. like if I, I can't bring like a you know a 16 ounce steak, because it's just gonna sit in the freezer for literally the rest of the year, the academic year. So like next yeah. semester too. <laughs> You should get some, invest in some pots and pans. I should, I should, honestly. Put that on your Christmas list. I will, I'll get some pots and pans. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. And then actually on Thanksgiving day, I think we're going to try and go ice skating, which I'm excited about. And then we're eating out um, with two other girls from dramatic riding and we're going to go get burgers, um, which sounds like amazing. Hopefully the burger place is good. Um, Yeah, I think it'll be good. It'll be good. Uh, Sounds fun. Yeah, it sounds good. Friday, I'm like debating if I'm going to go like Black Friday shopping because I don't know if that's really like a thing. Um, Oh, of course. Wait, you don't don't think Black Friday shopping is a thing? I don't know if it's like a thing in New York. Like, I don't know if like the stores that I'm near are going to be like, have black friday i mean like i'm right near soho so i'm like i feel like they have to be oh of course there's no way yeah at least go to like h&m or something i don't know we'll we'll see (laughs) those those are the store those are the places where you hear people like trample each other and like fist fight each other for the last ps5 and stuff like that but i feel like you see all those clips like in superstores or like big outdoor malls like that's true it's like like walmart's and like yeah. You know, like Kmart's and like these big, big department stores, things like that. Yeah. But. Um, but that'll be my, uh, yeah. And I'm so jealous of you because you get, today was your only day of class, right? No, I have tomorrow too. I've actually, oh, my, tomorrow's okay. my busiest day in terms of all my classes. So I have like four out of my five classes tomorrow. Oh my um, God. Like all of them are on Zoom though, except my Japanese class. Like, Man, I guess shout out to my Japanese professor. She takes no days off, but damn, it is annoying. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm like, nah, it's whatever. But she takes no days off. She's adamant. She's she's disciplined. So shout out to her. But So how long is um, your day tomorrow? Like, what's your earliest class and when does your last class end? Uh, 8 a.m. to 320. Oh. Yeah. So it's like a full day. So I wake up like at 645 tomorrow. Yeah. Um, And then... My last class starts at two, goes to 3.20 PM, but it's like the most important class of the day because that's when like the process for like the final is starting. Cause our final for that class is split into four parts. Um, wow. I've already done the first part, but the second part is going to be, I think a debate of sorts, uh, from the first part's paper. And so we're going to be debating on that for like an hour and 20 minutes. And then after that, we have to write a report on what we took from the debate. <laughs> and that's going to, and that's going to be another like 50 points part of the final. Um, but that's like the very, very last thing I have to do before I leave um, okay. on Tuesday. So I- once I get that done, then I'll be done with everything. Um, but yeah, I have to stay on Tuesday. I know a lot of my friends, like they go to like UIUC or that are like mm-hmm. Indiana or like near uh, Illinois up in Michigan too that they'll like skip Monday and uh, Tuesday or like this Monday and Tuesday and then just go home. But like for me, it makes no sense because like my plane leaves on Tuesday anyway. Yeah. So there's no point in me me skipping class because I want to be here anyway. So yeah, that makes sense. And yeah, I think there's, mm, I know some people that are going home, but they're leaving like Wednesday, I think. So they're only skipping like Wednesday classes because we only get Thursday and Friday off. Um, oh, that's right. You, yeah, only Thursday. Damn, that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't mind. I mean, it's not terrible. And like Wednesday, it'll be like a chill day for me because I only work on Wednesday. And okay. Um, she like the one class that I do have on Wednesday, she made it asynchronous. And so Ooh, we won't like cool. meet at all, um, which is super nice. Yeah. Very cool. So a chill, a chill outlook. Maybe not yeah. Monday, Tuesday, but 
It should go out like on the week. Nice. We take yeah. Um, I over the weekend I went and saw the French Dispatch. Very cool. How was it? How was it? Wait, have I forget? Have you seen it? No, I have not. I've not. Okay. I couldn't find a. I couldn't find a theater that had it. To be honest. Yeah, like, was it was kind of. Sh- it was kind of strange. Where like, um, we were trying to find a theater, and for some reason. I think they had like a very limited theatrical release. Um, but I enjoyed the movie. I really okay. liked it. I kind of forgot like what Wes Anderson films are like, where it's like so stylized. Um, and he pays like so much attention to the cinematography. But then like equally, the story is so descriptive and like so detailed. And the dialogue is like you I don't like you have to really pay attention but at the same time he does a really good job where like if you don't get everything because it's like the words that he uses are so specific and like the cadence of the dialogue is like kind of odd where like if you don't pick up on everything you still get the story but you can still appreciate it for like the weird vernacular that like each character uses, um, okay. which I really appreciate. Cause like, it's, I think that's like so nice. Um, and I love the structure of the film. Like it was so cool where um, you were, so like for context, uh, the French dispatch, it's a magazine in the movie and they set up the film as if you're reading the magazine I heard that. So, yeah. I heard that was an yeah. interesting format. Yeah. And so it's basically broken up into kind of like three articles or like visually it's like three short films. Um, and it tells like the story of each article. And then there's kind of like a intro and a, yeah, I really liked like the format of it. And obviously though, it still connects to the magazine as a whole. Um, And I also thought it was like so interesting how within the movie they explored like so many different like mediums and different formats. So like overall, it's supposedly like the magazine, it's like a writing piece. And so like you would hypothetically just read it, but then it's like writing that is translated into like on-screen actions. You're like, well, that's really cool. And then like even within the short films um, describing the story, they use uh there's like one point where they use like an animation sequence um there's another point where they reenact like a play um within the like short film um and then i'm trying to think if there was like any other and then there's like a specific story about like painting and then another one that just talks about like journalism and the like role of a journalist in general Um, and so I thought it was like, so cool how he like intertwined all those different formats and all those different mediums, but they were still represented like through film. Um, yeah, that was my tangent. (laughs) Oh, that was a great tangent. Holy crap. Yes. I I heard somewhere, um, that it was formatted in a magazine type way and that there were separate stories that go along throughout, but that's basically all I, all I knew. Um, but wow. Yeah. So even though, even though it was a lot of stories and a lot of different formats done well from what I can take from like, your like review your tangent of the the movie. So overall, did you like, you, you liked it, right. Or like, 
Okay, I enjoyed Uh-oh. it. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I Uh-oh. enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed it, but at some points, I feel like since it was so stylized, it like took away. I was like, oh my, like you need, like I don't, I. I struggled in appreciating like the total Wes Anderson-ness of it for some okay. reason. I was talking to my stepmom about it and I realized that it's this voice um, from my dad that was like this where like the commentary came from because I don't know, you probably talked about like aspect ratios in your classes. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay, so like in the movie, usually like movies are shot like 16 by nine. So like it takes up majority of the screen and then you usually have like two black bars kind of at the top and bottom um and a majority of the film it was shot like that but then there were parts where he changed the aspect ratio and so it was like square i I guess i don't know what that would be like Uh, it was almost like five by four i don't even know but like the, where the, like the black bars, they weren't on top and bottom, but they were on the on, left the, and they right. They were on the sides, left and right, yeah. 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 Um, and at some points, like you could really pick up on it. And for some reason, like that really bothered me and I don't know why. And then there was like <laughs> weird because also it transitioned between black and white and color, um, okay. like within a scene. So it wasn't even like within a short, but like I get if you did the entire short film in uh like black and white or color but then like throughout the movie there would be randomly like specific scenes that would be in color and so then that lead me to think like oh that means they didn't shoot it in black and white they like shot it in color and then in post they like edited it did it <laughs> to be in black and white and for some reason like that bothered me because i because the thing is like when they did transition into color the colors were so beautiful and that's like a big thing that you think of with like Wes Anderson films is like the color palette and um like how nicely it like works together and like describes the character but then you didn't have that and then when you did have it you're like wait I want more of it I don't know for some reason like that bothered me um but that didn't bother the person that I went and saw it with. They were just like, I love it. It's so good. <laughs> I'm like, I know, like, That's I really good. like it too, but. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad they enjoy it. Okay. So the, the heavy stylization kind of not ruined it, but it took away from, you said the Wes Anderson-ness of the film, like the content. Uh, is that like the yeah, story like, or the plot or. Like, I don't know if you've seen like a lot of Wes Anderson movies, but he is like a, he's like so niche. Okay. everything that he does um like yeah, i haven't everything... seen any best anderson movies so. oh my god okay well you need to watch Wes anderson no, I will, I'll try, I will, um, I will, I will. but like just as a brief overview like he's um a lot of his cinematography it's very symmetrical um and like everything is like very precise and um a lot of his characters, like his adult characters act kind of childish, but then his like child characters act almost like an adult. So there's like comedy in there. Um, And then everything is just like very detailed and like very planned out. Um, And this movie like took it to the extreme. I felt like, Um, yeah, which was nice. It was just like, I don't know. It wasn't my favorite Wes Anderson movie, but it was definitely like a lot of fun. And I loved like the structure of it and the stories and yeah. Okay. Respectable. 
Yeah. Respectable, I guess, <laughs> unlike my my uh, respectable view that I haven't seen a Wes Anderson movie. But we'll kind of move past. You that. need okay. At least Damn. at least start with Fantastic Mr. Fox. I will. I will because that's the one I've I've heard is not the most popular, but I've heard the most about. So yeah. I'll start it's with so that fun. one. But uh, yeah, I do want to see the French Dispatch a lot, mm-hmm. and um, maybe I'll see it over break. I don't know, but I don't know if the theaters in Peoria are showing it. Yeah, so, no clue. We'll see. No, clue. I, have, I have no idea. I still haven't found it yet in a theater, which is sad, but it is what it is. Um, what did you think of Minari? Ah, oh, Minari. Oh, great, awesome. I liked it a lot, actually. So mm-hmm. when I was after the showing, when I was talking to some of my friends there who had also gone, uh, they were talking about how there were some people, or I don't know, some critics or whatever, good group of people, I guess that were uh, saying that Minari had no like story structure or like there was no story. And I was confused and I was like, what? Yeah. Because, because you know, technically, technically everything has a story, blah, 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 right, in film terms. But like, especially, you know, a film like Minari, like there was definitely a story there. There was characters, there was development, there was like, it may not have been, you know, action driven, like, a Marvel superhero story or like, you know, a Jason Bourne, the Bourne legacy where they're shooting people and stuff like that. Well, like there was definitely a story there and they're like, well, yeah, but you know, the story really wasn't driven by anything. It was just kind of like, like they just, they, they said like the movie was there, you know, like just present. Um, yeah. Not that my friends didn't say that, but like they were talking about people who have said stuff about the movie. My friends liked it a lot. Um, as did I, but I was just kind of confused. I was like, man, like, Maybe they didn't read into it enough. Maybe they just didn't care enough. Maybe nothing in the in the film pulled their attention enough. But for me personally, like I liked it a lot because especially even I'll take Quentin Tarantino as an example because he's a good he's a good uh, example of this. That uh, in Minari, uh, even though there's like a change, you know, like seasons where he's like farming because like they live on a farm or they're trying to live on a farm. Right. And, you know, they're you not know, trying to you know, make money, live in America, like that kind of story. A lot of it is driven by like dialogue and like what they do, like not necessarily like actions, like fighting or, you know, hiding and searching and whatever. But, you know, actions like like I said, farming, talking with the other members of their family, talking with the other Korean people that are around them. Um, at the time, like just every interaction with every single character, right? And Quentin Tarantino does a good job about that because a lot of, even though his action scenes are incredibly like bloody and, you know, like, like the, like Westerns and stuff like that, almost to an extent where it's comedic. Yeah. Like before that entire scene erupts like that, the lead up to it is dialogue. Mm-hmm. Like in like a good example of that is uh, like in Inglorious Bastards, they're like in a, they're in Nazi Germany and they're like in an underground pub and tavern and they're just kind of talking back and forth with each other. And then we get to have another character introduced, blah, 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 all that. And so finally one character makes a mistake and then he erupts and he's like, do you want to know I have my Luger pointed at your nuts or whatever, you know, yeah. like, so like, <laughs> I know exactly what you're you know, about. you know what I'm talking about. Right. He's, he's like, no, why do you have, I think it was a Walter. Why do you have your Walter pointed at my nuts, blah, 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 blah whatever, just, you know? So, and then they just, go right but it, it did a really good job of of uh leading with that dialogue and leading with more interaction with different characters rather than you know interacting like fighting or stuff like that so overall i liked it a lot like it was it was good it was dope 
That's so awesome. Did you, so you didn't find like the pacing was slow. Like you thought it was good pacing. I thought it was, I thought the pacing was fine to be honest. Cause yeah. A lot of the times, even with like slower paced movies, like I think Dune was actually a pretty slow paced movie for yes. some people, for a lot of people and stuff like that. And I was like, okay. Cause when I reached, then I was, when I got to the end of Dune, I was like, okay, it was great to me. Cause I like, I'd read the book and all that good stuff. And even to people who haven't read the book, you know, it, it's good, but I'm like, okay, for some people, this is going to be way too slow. And I already knew it because like, I was like, the movie's two and a half hours long, at least. Right. There's really no main big conclusion acting, you know, action event. Yeah. Right. For some people, this is going to be way too slow. I already feel the people that are like, well, there was no resolution, yeah. <laughs> whatever. But like, no, I, I, I was fine with the pacing because I like all different sorts of movies, like fast, slow, um, anything. Minari was Minari was good. Good pacing for me, to be honest. Yeah, I really enjoyed Minari. Um do you have so you want to see the French dispatch over Thanksgiving break, maybe? Yeah, I'm gonna try um, to see if I can see it. Um I'll on see your, if there's a theater. Yeah, on your flight uh back to Peoria. I guess that's a red eye, so you won't maybe you'll be asleep. Yeah, but I was like I, I might be asleep, so yeah. yeah I was like, can <laughs> yeah. you watch a movie back on that one? I could, I mean, if there's no way I fall asleep, then I could. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I probably will fall asleep because it's so early. I, yeah, I I know what like pulling an all nighter feels like, and there's a point in the night where I'm like, if I pass it, I'll be okay for the rest of the night. But once it hits eight a.m. that next day, I just Whoa. like my I'm just clocked. Yeah, I can't move a single muscle in my body. I'm just like, uh, I, I have to go to sleep. But so I have think I ever... will sleep. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I just said I think I will sleep. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever pulled an all nighter? Oh yeah, of course. Or what, have I been at, at college or like in general? Just in general. Oh yeah, no. I've Countless never been times. able to. <laughs> There's no way. Wait, really? Yeah. I've never been able to pull an all-nighter. I always wow. pass out. <laughs> wow. I mean, I guess I guess good for you. Get that sleep. I Dang, really want to try though. I really want like I feel like you haven't lived until like you've stayed up for more than 24 <laughs> hours. <laughs> I mean, uh, baby, but like, honestly, the times where I, it hasn't been like work related at all. Like I will, oh, okay. I will make sure I will make sure that I go to sleep, uh, if I stay up late and doing work. Cause I know I have like school tomorrow or the next day and yeah. pulling an all nighter is just not smart. Um, I'd rather like wake up early and do it in the morning, but mm-hmm. <laughs> the only all nighters I've pulled, I've been at like when I've been at like parties, like at my friend's yeah. house or I just play video games for some dumbass reason, right? Oh my like, god, that's it. So, yeah, I maybe that'll be like a New Year's resolution, <laughs> <laughs> a goal. I don't know. <laughs> we should try to see if you can do it over winter break. Just yeah, like, just, like, that's like the perfect time because I'll yeah, be like just... at home and like nothing to do. I guess. Uh, I feel like that'd be a good short film idea, actually. Yeah. Any, anything is a good short film idea if you can like <laughs> put it together enough. That's I, I firmly believe it. I believe it. You know, anything is great. Can be great. You know, what's what's the updates on the on the screenplay? On the screenplay. On the, oh. Any updates on the screenplay? Um. So I think it might be a play, play, and okay. not a screenplay. I think I'm not exactly for sure. Um, I did some drafting last night. I just kind of wrote down 
like character thoughts as like journal entries to like see what that would be like. It's weird because I feel like with each character that I write, there's like a form of like my own life, um, like attached to it, whether it's like someone that I know or like myself. And so it's sometimes it's like emotionally taxing to like write these scripts because <laughs> right. I'm like, there's so much in it. Um, especially with like this script, uh, as of right now, <laughs> as of right now, this script, um, focuses on like a girl in freshman year of high school or maybe like eighth grade year of middle school and she I'm not exactly for sure like what she's dealing with but like it has something to do with um basically just like acceptance and like figuring herself out but she turns to like this imaginative character but the character um is taylor swift okay let's go basically taylor acts as sort of like this therapist or like guiding like person um but then like i kind i mean like obviously it'll be like a little bit dramatic but i don't know if you remember uh like the Kanye versus Taylor thing that happened like around when we were in eighth grade. About, long story short, they had this feud because Kanye released in his song called Famous. He released this lyric where he says, me and Taylor might still have sex. Yeah, I made that bitch famous. I remember that. Okay, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> that's funny that's I funny feel like i'm giving away my like personal life and my script right now anyway so basically they had a feud and eighth grade year um eighth grade <laughs> <laughs> what is it what is it what is it what is it eighth grade year um in our middle school we had this debate keep in mind my middle school consisted of 12 kids and I had known these 12 kids for eighth grade the eighth grade class consisted of 12 kids oh I thought you went the entire middle school I was like no where the no, fuck no. did you go when I was like what? <laughs> <laughs> and so I had known these 12 kids for my entire life and we knew basically everything about each other so we knew how to push each other's buttons <laughs> so well and this like whatever this song comes out it's like trending all over like social media like oh my god taylor swift Kanye west and our english teacher she was a little crazy but anyway she's like guys as a project we should do a debate to like see like who it was like it kind of like she lost control of it and the class kind of took over and okay it divided us up and um it was like me and this other girl I went to middle school with, and we were like, Taylor Swift. Yeah. And then the rest of the class. So it's like two against 10. Everyone else is like, Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, and this, like, it, at one point, like, it wasn't even about, like, Kanye versus Taylor Swift. It was like me versus this other bitch from middle school. Damn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, like, I think, I'm drawing from that experience a little bit, but then I kind of want to make it comedic and I don't exactly want to base it on like my life exactly. And so I'm trying to figure out like 
what this character, what this like young girl's dealing with. But I like the idea of almost having um, Taylor on one side and then having Kanye <laughs> reappear as well. That'd be funny. That'd be and funny. like obviously Kanye will offer like some sort of comedic element. And I kind of like the idea of almost like they try and derail the script to have like their own feud and then like but then it's like coming back and forth and talking about like ah like this like overshadows like our other like why do we focus on like these celebrity problems when like we should be focusing on like stuff on our own but like that's just like some other tangent but it's like mainly it's mainly about um this girl and like this one I just still like don't know how to be honest I don't know like how dark I want to get it you know what I mean okay it's like yeah jump in Uh, there darkest you can go (laughs) i know i'm like is she suicidal (laughs) you know go for it go as far as not far as you like that sounds so funny and you incorporated that main theme over there with the celebrity i was like oh man this is like this is fire we'll see how it goes i have to make it it's it's gonna be uh, a shorter one just because I don't have a lot of time and like our teacher okay. suggested like for turnaround time between workshops to make it shorter so we have like I don't know we can like dive more into it and not worry about like page count so 10 pages max Ooh, only 10 yeah maybe 12 <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't know yeah um oh, so that, that that'll awesome. yeah that'll be my final script um for the semester cool in one of my classes so okay so you got to write multiple scripts yeah i'm always oh yeah i think i have at least one possibly one more script due to hey yeah the grind is real um (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i talked a lot in this episode no it's good okay i probably talked a lot last episode so it balances out it all balances out (laughs) okay um i feel like that definitely wraps up for episode 16 for sure um that's crazy and hopefully i i really think hopefully next time we'll be able to um get a guest on yeah of course i'm low-key like should i get harry styles on because i'm gonna see him in concert next sunday be like harry come on the podcast (laughs) you know what as a little little (laughs) side remark before we leave i have seen a lot more of my Instagram for you page, Harry Styles is popping up. What? And I don't know why. And it's like him at his concerts, like recognizing or like fan interactions and stuff like yeah. that. And I'm not gonna lie, I'd be clicking on those. <laughs> I'd be clicking on those. I'm not gonna lie. And Harry Styles, like, you know, these like fan interactions, like he's singing yeah. and doing all that stuff. And I was like, damn, this guy is a very good entertainer. Good for him. So, so do you think you're like a hidden Harry no. Styles? No. No, okay. I'm going to shut that down right now. <laughs> no, <I'm> gonna... <laughs> no. I mean, he's, he's probably a great singer. He's probably a good person. His music's great. Um, yeah. I just find it awesome how like he interacts with like the fans and stuff like that. He, I, can, I yeah. think he recognized a fan from like three years ago or something That's like insane. that. I, I don't know. I was like, whoa. Like, wild. Yeah. But hey, shout out to Harry Styles. Shout out to Harry Styles. <laughs> I'll be seeing you in a week. Um, there you go. Love you. <laughs> love you, mate. <laughs> Okay, do you want to take us out for the outro? For sure, for sure. So now that we've covered my uh, secret Harry Styles Fantasia, um, I would like to say thank you for coming to this podcast. I appreciate you guys for listening. And as always, stay cool, stay classy. You know what I'm saying? Like Harry Styles.
Because Harry Styles is cool and classy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's edit, 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 edit.